Yay! You made it to another episode of the Weekend Hustle podcast. My name is Shelby Oleschlager and I'll be your host as we dive into barrel racers, athletes, and just people of the world to share, motivate, and inspire us all to be the best that we can be. Together, we can hustle. Have you ever wondered why some rides seem to go really well? You're in a super good, positive mindset. Everything's well. Your horse is listening and you feel a really good bond with them. And then sometimes it does not go that way. And to me, my question when that happens is why? Why doesn't it go how I want every single time? Why do some rides, I just feel flustered at the end, things didn't happen, and then other times it's just completely magical and great. And to answer this question, I was just realizing and I really try to experiment with my energy. I took a ride this week and I was really focused on how I presented myself in an energy way to my horses. And I realized that they totally responded to how I showed up for them. I mindfully made a decision that when I even went to catch my horse, I was gonna do it very calmly. I really wanted to instill that they needed to relax around me and trust me. And I got that response in return. And I realized that I needed to be the leader of energy and that might sound hippie-ish or whatever, but I totally believe in we all have our energies and it's something you don't see, but we all feel it and horses are the biggest telltales of our energy. They don't lie. (laughs) They know what's up. They know how we're feeling, even if we don't know how we're feeling and having the mindfulness of showing up how you want them to be, I found was so mine and eye-opening. So an example is I have this newer horse. His name's Mac, aka Bigfoot, because he literally is kind of like a crazy looking horse and he's super big. I really like him, but he's a little scatterbrained. He hasn't been handled a lot, even though he's a six-year-old and he said, quote, had 60 days training, where when I got him, I was like, I don't really know if I believe this. But anyways, I've had him for a few months and he's really made leaps and bounds improvements. But still, when I have him tied, you know, he's looking at the other horses. He wants to paw and just be a little nervous of me, where I've given him absolutely no reason to be nervous of me approaching him. But yet sometimes he just gets scared and spooked and I think if we handle horses, we've all experienced that one horse that no matter what, they're always a little timid and jumpy. So with this horse, this was a really good experiment to do. Before I even caught him, I almost meditated for a second just to get myself in my energy in the place of, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to approach him in this type of manner and I'm going to let him come to me and him feel my energy of how I'm interacting with him and just making myself present at that moment. And what happened is he honestly relaxed. It's something that I think takes a lot of patience. It's not easy sometimes when we try to be calm and zen-like and, you know, just have the patience for our horses and they're not responding. They're still in la-la land. They're looking for their friends or whatever it might be. And I think having the patience to really establish that you are the leader and they need to start mirroring you and your actions and not the other way around. I think eventually when you get that, 
you establish a way deeper and better relationship with them because they're actually now looking for you as the leader to tell them how they should feel. And to me, that's like a mind blowing thought, but it's not really like that's what we've been doing this whole time is we want to build that. But are we actually mindfully aware that that's actually what we're trying to do? Like that is potentially our end goal in all of this. That's like our large goal. And it's the training daily that are our small goals of how we can accomplish to build that relationship where our horses are mirroring us and we're on the same page with them. And I think that's when you get that, that's the ultimate. But I will say it does take a minute of you to be intentional about it to actually get that result. Like I said earlier with being patient, it's really important to not lose that cool that you had when you first started, even if your horse is acting dumb. Again, you need to be the leader and eventually I think they will start to follow suit. They'll start to realize, oh, I don't have as many things to be scared of as I thought. And even people need that, like kids, they need that guidance of someone a bit higher above to tell them either it's going to be okay and just kind of guide them in a way and guide their emotions in a more positive, beneficial way for both of you where you both are happier and you both are kind of trusting each other more and you realize there's not that many things to be afraid of or to be worked up about and just all around gives you a sense of calmness. And to me, I'm the biggest believer and you can't accomplish anything if you're not calm. If barrel horses are super hot or any horse is hot, you're not going to accomplish the things you need to accomplish with a hot horse. And really, this is the beginning of everything. This is like setting us up for our rides. If we have a calm start to our ride, we're saddling in a calm way. Our horses are relaxed. They're watching what we're doing. We're tacking up everything's good that is going to set us up for when we get on their back and this whole calmness and this whole sense of energy and being relaxed and being the leader of energy doesn't stop on the ground it continues on when we start our ride and to me that's when I really notice the biggest change in my horse but not even the change with my horse but the change with myself to be the leader and the leader of our energy and our purpose as we ride is really really key and important to our success when we're training our horses or just riding them and working on some kinks or issues or just getting ready for our show season. You can be way more mindful and present of what you're actually trying to accomplish with your horses. And this type of pre-planning really goes a long way. So like I said, this horse that I had, Bigfoot, aka Mac, it was really, really awesome to see that instant change just because I decided to show up in a certain way and I wasn't going to waver. He wanted to be a little dumb at the trailer and, you know, just look around and not relax as I saddle where I just continued with my business. I was really trying like legit to be super Zen like and just relax and go in the motion and be really mindful and present in the moment. As I was brushing him, it was all very relaxed and it wasn't necessarily just slow, but it was intentional. And I eventually, he started to mirror what I was doing. And when I got on his back, when I rode, I kept the same type of mentality. And again, this was more of an experiment to kind of see how important this really is. And it showed to be very, very important. Because as I was riding around, I was being more mindful of my body and how I was actually interacting with my horses. And once I actually became mindful, I realized that smaller cues are more effective. 
I was able to move my horse after a few minutes with just my knees and putting pressure on my knees. I wasn't having to spur him with my foot to get him to move over. I just eventually was able to be more mindful of my body and how I was interacting with my horse. And eventually, he literally was moving over just by me putting knee pressure on and he was able to step away. Or if I wanted to do a tighter turn, I was thinking about it more of how am I actually asking my horse to do this? And once we were on the same page, it got so much easier and I felt like I was allowing him to do his job. He was actually listening to me because like I said, I was being the leader here and he started to actually listen and wanted guidance. Like he was waiting for me to tell him what to do. And really it was just all in all a really, really good ride. I didn't ride a lot. It wasn't like we're sweaty and we worked a ton, but I said, and I just posted on my Instagram at We Can Hustle that sometimes you can accomplish a lot without doing a lot. And this completely rang true for this ride where we accomplished tons as far as our bond and relationship goes and as far as his mindset goes and my mindset of how we're approaching our rides and how we're handling our energies for the better and we didn't do a ton he wasn't sweaty but really I felt like I accomplished so much as far as our bond goes like I said I was able to move him over with my knees because he was actually listening to me and responding to it and this is an experiment that I'd love to hear or see you guys try and show up to the barn with a pre-plan of what you want to happen, how you want your mind to be, what you want to feel, and don't waver from it. If your horse gets skittish and spooked, don't fall into their trap of how their emotions are right now. Stay true to your emotions and what you actually want to feel in this moment. And I guarantee your horses will eventually start to mirror you. You are the leader to them. And we need to stay true to that. We need to realize and always be aware that they are looking to us for guidance and we need to be the strong leader and the strong guider to get them where we actually want them to be, to be a successful partnership and a successful team. Now, this also goes for competition. I made a note a long time ago and I was just rereading it and it was about energy. And again, I totally feel the energies that we possess and we bring to the table reflect things that happen in our lives. And we don't even see energy. It's totally obviously invisible, but we all feel it. We all get those weird vibes from people, from horses, and we can't question that. Like, I am a firm believer in that being true, and I've seen it firsthand. And like I said, with this experiment, I witnessed the powers of our energy and how we show up. The other thing I will say is when we're doing a competition, I made a note a while ago about being mean to your horse and being mad at them before a run. How do you think your run's going to go when you're in that mindset of not trusting your horse? You're picking on them. They're not doing, quote, anything right. And then you go do a run. Do you think you're going to be free for your horse? Do you think you're going to trust your horse that much? Do you think you're going to, you know, have a looser rein and just guide your horse more? Or do you think you're going to be really sharp and quick with your hands and just not trusting them or forgiving them? And you're just not going to have a good run. And I've seen that. I've experienced that. And I want to learn from that. So that's another thing to think about is if you're in that negative mindset of being mean and mad at your horse. Like your horse is such, you know, like it's such a dick. It's not doing anything I want, but take a step back. What are you telling your horse to do? Like, are you showing up as the leader to be calm and confident in that situation? Or are you 
falling into the horse's trap of what the horse is feeling. Because in that case, the horse is now the leader and you are just reciprocating what the horse is giving you and not the other way around. And I think if we reverse that, amazing things will happen. Again, the patience thing, it will take time. But just being aware of how you really want to perform in the end, think of that and how that can happen. And I believe that establishing a good working relationship with our horses is the key. And that's where I am saying that sometimes you don't do a lot, but you accomplish a lot. If you accomplish a better bond, a more better working relationship, your horse is listening to you as the leader, you're accomplishing so many things that are going to help you down the road. And that is part of the foundation. And that's where I'm the biggest believer in establishing that relationship and establishing the trust. I need to trust and I need to respect and it goes both ways. I need to trust and respect my horse. I need to also forgive my horse. And that is part of showing up with that energy of forgiveness and letting them do what they're going to do, but forgive it and just keep trying, keep being the leader. And eventually they will start to understand and feel and feed off of your energies and how you're being present to them, how you're being their leader. So ultimately, my energy is my horse's energy, and I'm going to leave it at that today. I hope this makes sense and doesn't sound too crazy of a thought, but really, I challenge you to experiment with that idea of your energy is your horse's energy. So how you show up and present yourself is how your horse is going to show up and present itself. So be mindful of that. Show up to the barn. Grab your horse with the energy you want your horse to possess. Do you want it to be all quick and flustered and in a rush and nervous or distracted? No. So you shouldn't be any of those things either. Give yourself a hundred percent to this. Give your energy to your horse and it starts with you. I'm always going to say that, that I, this horse training stuff, everything starts with us. So choose today how you want your horse to be and you need to be that as well. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, energies are projected and horses don't lie. I think that's why I love them so much is that they are no bullshit animal. They feel everything when we're on their back. Everyone, you know, they feel flies on their back. We all have heard that before. But yet when we get on their back, we completely disregard how sensitive they are to feel and to other animals, like other species even. They are herd animals. They have a hierarchy. They understand that. And we need to as well. We need to realize how sensitive they are and how much they respond to energies of either other horses and ourselves. So again, if we can show up as the energy we want our horses to be and we become the leader of the energy we want them to have, amazing things are going to happen for you and your horse. And again, this experiment I did kind of hit home for me of really proving that point of realizing how freaking important this is. So if you listen this far, thank you so much. (laughs) I hope this makes sense and you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about it or you want to talk more, you can find me anywhere at We Can Hustle on all platforms. And if you have any questions, you want to learn more, you want to work together, you want some help, 
I'm all here for that. So please reach out. Let's be better for our horses and let's tackle all the things that we know we can do. So thank you again for listening and we'll talk later. Have a great day.